If you're enjoying this Med Prep to Go Step 1 podcast, you can now get the content along with the content of the Crush Step 1 podcast ad-free in one bundle. Just go to medpreptogo.com and find our new subscription podcast called Med Prep to Go Step 1 Bundle. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This is Dr. Ted O'Connell with the Med Prep to Go Step 1 podcast. Today we'll be reviewing three biostatistics questions. Just a reminder that you can find these questions and many more on our website at medpreptogo.com. If you'd like to get involved in this project, feel free to contact me directly at ted.medpreptogo at gmail.com. If you like what we're doing, please give us a review. Tell your friends about this podcast and website as they both help us a lot. And also please consider subscribing to the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more about me and my projects, you can find that at tedxoconnell.com. All right, let's get started with the first biostatistics question. A 28-year-old man presents to the clinic with complaints of a cough, high fever, myalgias, and fatigue that have persisted for the past five days. Many patients have been coming to the clinic with similar symptoms, and the rate of positive influenza tests has been relatively high in the community over the past two weeks. A rapid influenza diagnostic test is ordered and comes back positive. The patient says that he received the flu vaccine this year and doesn't believe the test results. He asks, how often is the test correct when it comes back positive. The sensitivity rate is 50 to 70%, and the specificity of the test is 90 to 95%. Which of the following statements is the most appropriate answer to the patient's question? A, the chance of the test being correct is higher given the prevalence of influenza in the community. B, the chance of the test being correct is lower given the prevalence of influenza in the community. C, 
the question cannot be answered with the information provided. D, the result is difficult to interpret given the low sensitivity. Or E, the result is most likely correct given the high specificity. The correct answer is A, the chance of the test being correct is higher given the prevalence of influenza in the community. The patient is posing a question that describes the positive predictive value, or PPV, of a test. The PPV describes a fraction of patients who have the disease and test positive, that is, true positives, compared with the total number of patients who test positive, that is, the true positives plus the false positives. In other words, among patients who tested positive, how often is the test correct? The positive predictive value of a test is dependent on the prevalence of the disease. If a community has a high rate of disease, the test is more likely to correctly identify patients with the illness than in a community where a disease is rare. Therefore, the numeric answer to the patient's question is dependent on the prevalence of influenza in the community. Answer choice B, the chance of the test being correct is lower given the prevalence of influenza in the community is incorrect. The question stem describes the prevalence of influenza to be high in this community. If the prevalence of a disease is high, then the positive predictive value should be higher than in communities where the prevalence is low. This answer choice states the opposite that a lower prevalence would have a higher positive predictive value. Answer choice C, the question cannot be answered with the information provided, is incorrect because enough information is provided in this question to answer the patient. Answer choice D, the result is difficult to interpret given the low sensitivity, is incorrect. The sensitivity of the test describes a percentage of positive tests among all patients who actually have the disease. A test with a low sensitivity misses patients who actually have the disease, that is, there's a higher number of false negatives. These tests are poor at confirming a diagnosis and does not answer the patient's question. Answer choice E, the result is most likely correct given the high specificity, is incorrect. Specificity describes a fraction of patients without a disease who test negative for the disease. Given the high prevalence and positive result of the test, discussing the specificity does not answer the patient's question. A high specificity is desirable for screening tests since there is a low fraction of false positive results. However, this statistic does not answer the question of a patient who already knows they have a positive result. The key learning point here? The positive predictive value of a test is dependent on the prevalence of the disease. If a disease is rare, the inherent errors of the test produce false positive results and will have a large impact on the number of false positives and thus the positive predictive value. If a disease has a high prevalence, the inherent errors of the test occur at the same rate but have a smaller impact on the positive predictive value. Question 2. A medical researcher is analyzing the blood pressure data of a group of patients participating in a clinical trial. She calculates a standard deviation 
of the systolic blood pressure measurements and finds it to be 12 millimeters of mercury. Which of the following statements regarding standard deviation is correct? A. A higher standard deviation indicates that the blood pressure measurements are more consistent. B. If the standard deviation were lower, it would suggest less variability in blood pressure measurements. C. Standard deviation cannot be calculated for blood pressure data. D. The standard deviation is a measure of central tendency in the data. Or E. The standard deviation measures the average blood pressure value in the group. The correct answer is B. If the standard deviation were lower, it would suggest less variability in blood pressure measurements. A lowered standard deviation indicates that the data points are closer to the mean, suggesting less variability. In this context, a standard deviation of 12 millimeters of mercury means that most blood pressure measurements are within 12 millimeters of mercury of the mean value. Answer choice A, a higher standard deviation indicates that the blood pressure measurements are more consistent, is incorrect. A higher standard deviation indicates greater variability or inconsistency in the data, meaning the blood pressure measurements in this case vary more from the mean. Answer choice C, standard deviation cannot be calculated for blood pressure data, is incorrect. Standard deviation can be calculated for various types of data, including blood pressure data, to assess the degree of variability or consistency within the data set. Answer choice D, the standard deviation is a measure of central tendency in the data, is incorrect. The standard deviation does not measure central tendency. It measures the spread or variability of data points. Answer choice E, the standard deviation measures the average blood pressure value in the group, is incorrect. The standard deviation is not a measure of central tendency. That's the mean. It quantifies the dispersion or spread of data points around the mean. The key learning point here? Standard deviation is a statistical measure used to quantify the dispersion or spread of data points in a data set. A lower standard deviation indicates less variability, while a higher standard deviation suggests greater variability. It is an essential tool for understanding the consistency and reliability of data. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Question 3. A medical researcher is studying the ages of patients in a clinical trial and has collected the following data. 25, 32, 41, 43, 47, 55, 57, 59, 63, and 68 years of age. What is the median age of the patients in this study? A, 43 years, 
B, 47 years. C, 55 years. D, 57 years. Or E, 59 years. The correct answer is D, 57 years. When the data is arranged in ascending order, the median is the middle value. In this case, there are five values on each side, making 57 the median. Answer choice A, 43 years, is incorrect. The median is the middle value when data is arranged in ascending or descending order. In this case, the median is not 43. Answer choice B, 47, is incorrect. The median is not 47, and it is, it is not the middle value when the data is sorted in ascending order. Answer choice C, 55, is incorrect. The median is not 55, as it does not represent the middle value in the ordered data. Answer choice E, 59, is incorrect. The median is not 59, as it is not the middle value when the data is sorted in ascending order. The key learning point here? The median is a measure of central tendency that represents the middle value of a data set when the data is arranged in ascending or descending order. In this case, the median age is 57 years, as it is the middle value in the ordered list of ages. The median is a useful statistic, especially when dealing with skewed or non-normally distributed data, as it is not influenced by extreme values or outliers. Okay, so that's it for this episode, but please do check out our other episodes. And a reminder that you can find all of these questions and many more on our website at medpreptogo.com. If you find the content of these questions to be helpful, please do check out the Crush Step 1 podcast.